0: Gentlemen, my name is Timothy Robert Dunn. And I am Abraham Lincoln, 16th President
1: of the United States of America. And this is 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Uh, We are a political podcast. But Uh, we're also a comedy and movie podcast.
0: Are you talking about we talk about comedy? Or are you saying this is comedy between you and us? We have some laughs. Because I started this out, I wanted this to be a very serious, like, Jake Tapper kind of situation.
1: I understand. Instead, it's more like a Wolf Blitzer type of situation room. Those are just some of the mild jokes we've got on this podcast. How was your week, sir? It was good. Yeah, Uh we we had a great time at Black Panther last week for listeners who are yes. curious. Yes, we did. We went. Timothy saw the whole movie. I only had to duck in and out a couple times because I got a little scared. Yeah, I'd never seen a movie that big, and it was loud. Because you've only watched movies on my phone, right? On the FX app. Correct. So far. Yes, it was a lot to take in. Uh-huh. Plus, I hadn't been back in a theater. Yeah for a while and
0: let's let's talk about the last time canonically as part of this podcast you went to a theater or a performance you went to oh no no no! i was thinking you went to hamilton you still haven't been to hamilton no i
1: have not been to hamilton but i
0: told you about hamilton you did and that people were different races and you started you said it was a comedy i thought and it you was started a joke. laughing i thought right.
1: they were like roasting us like they were like gonna show us this is how white people walk this is how white people so, take naps having seen black panther you kind of get sort of more where our culture is nowadays uh, yeah, it's all about superhero movies. Y- okay. And superhero movies are great. Yes, they are. It's pretty good, because, like, for two hours, you don't think about anything.
0: You really don't. Uh, you just get to kind of turn your brain off. You know what I mean?
1: Oh. It's wonderful. My day, you'd have to chop wood for eight or nine hours <laughs> before your brain would really chop off. Um, but we're here today. Oh, was there anything else you wanted to cover on Black Panther? We had a good time. We you had, had a great um, time. You had the nachos. I had nachos. Yeah, And then... Uh, it was really good. Was I, there even anything
0: like that in your time? Movies, nachos, is what I was talking about.
1: I uh, know cor- it's made of corn, corn and cheese. Yes, corn tasted a lot different in my time. Yeah, it tasted much more like peanuts or almonds. Oh, really? You aware of that? Not aware of that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, corn has been. You can breed plants. Yeah, you cross pollinate. Hey, man, I know. Oh, okay, okay. Right, I was just checking if this. I know thing. you think that millennials are like dummies about agriculture, but oh, like we know some of this. You stuff. know agriculture. Sure, I know about topsoil and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, you can never get topsoil back, you know, once you build on something. It's very depressing, I know. Okay. Yeah. Just be aware of that. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, corn back then was much more of a nut, like mm-hmm. a peanut, like almonds, kind of rich flavor, a lot, yeah. a lot of protein in it, honestly, and it was harder to grow. And then over the past hundred years, you've made it very sweet and starchy, and it's much more of like a kind of base. That's kind of our thing now. Yeah, but I could see how it could feed so many people oh for sure yeah yeah so that was great and then i'm not sure the cheese i had was actual cheese because i never (laughs) knew cheese to take liquid form we had milk and we had uh we had butter and that was always kind of kept at room temperature and Uh always kind of the same consistency as each other yeah because you just kind of skimmed the cream to make the butter then you churn it a bit this is kind of a different thing this is this was different also a much different color it was like a bright orange yeah I don't know how they did that.
0: Gotta admit though, it tastes good when you dip them in that cheese.
1: Yeah, it tastes good for a little bit, and then I started to feel ill.
0: Sir, uh, too much um, happened this week for us to
1: linger too much longer here on. Uh, Black Panther shattered box office records thanks to us. I think our podcast—we did a lot of press for it. Like we were released... You think we're responsible for the, the Black Panther success? Well, I mean, you think about it. We released the podcast about Black Panther right as that movie came out, and either that, you know what—that could be. That uh-huh. could be. Yeah. So. Maybe that's the way we could get sponsored. as the next movie that comes out. Get them to sponsor us. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, Avengers Infinity War. Sponsoring 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I that,
1: think that's, that's a great idea. That would be terrific. The most expensive movie of all time? Yeah. Is it going to be two parts or just the one part?
0: Um, It's going to be
1: two parts. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that's going to be some serious ad revenue.
0: So, President Lincoln, uh, let's talk about this... Um, this uh, gun control town hall that's not a good way to uh uh talk about it uh what was it it was cnn the survivors uh speak up uh i was talking to marco rubio and ah uh, this is this is a mistake on my part i don't remember the names of the other florida representatives uh there was one uh representative from that county and then uh bill nelson i want to say the florida senator uh-huh sound about right but it yes. was mostly just um a couple hours of people yelling at marco rubio Poor little guy. Uh, this... I've never seen anything like that before.
1: Uh, television? No, sir. I introduce you to television. Yeah, but to me, that's what all of the uh, media has become. It's just like people trying to to just really slam on each other. Slam
0: people? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Especially since the election. Yeah, I'm gonna get a
1: clip of me just really slamming you.
0: Like, all YouTube is just someone... Uh, cap, capital letters destroys someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot of that. There's not like a real like... No one's really excited about Oh, two people exchange ideas right? in and a calm manner.
1: Man, I would like to see a video where someone changes an opinion. Like, look at this guy. He changes his opinion in this video. I would watch that. Do you think... That would be a real superhero. The Avengers need a guy in their group who just changes, changes people's minds. Changes minds. Let me ask you this. Do you think
0: that if the lincoln douglas debates were on youtube somehow do you think people would describe them as you destroying douglas yeah okay well you're biased in this i don't know why i'm asking you
1: i mean he won the election let's be fair but (laughs) i set him up time and time again i had like three or four one-liners yeah and did you know this no i didn't know this about you. and i set him up good every time and i got him and all the one-liners were related to white supremacy just so you know like, it was just me reaffirming the supremacy of the white race. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you, were, you considered that dunking on him at the time? Yeah, it was. Because he was like, this guy wants to... First off, Douglass didn't want to end slavery. Do you know that? I did not know that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, well, he was a Democrat, after all. What do you think? Okay. People always forget that Democrats actually were forced. slavery. No, we remember that, sir. Okay, well the yeah. Democrats were for slavery. I wanted to I wanted to say that slavery shouldn't expand. I was like, let's not let's not expand it, let it die out. Yeah. And he was just like, Oh, okay, this guy wants to race mingle. He wants to mix races and I'd be like and then I would be every every time we go we'd go to Ottawa or, to Chicago or Springfield. This. We'd be anywhere in the state of Illinois, little Egypt, yeah. and I would just be like no i don't white people and, are the best that's kind of the stuff you would yeah, say just because I, I would say i had a line that would hit every time where i'd be like and senator douglas thinks because i don't want a black woman as a slave that i must want her as a wife and it would get a laugh every time i would say it just like that timothy i would slam them okay, so hard you're still a little too
0: proud of these slams okay i just want you to think about these slams before you go to bed tonight
1: i i when i'm feeling down i look in the mirror and i no, think no, about no. these slams <laughs> slam douglas hard he may have won the election but anyone who saw those i was always trying to get those debates uh transcribed and published but that was really hard back then imagine if we had youtube right i would have won a a landslide you would back then it would have been just you putting your notes out there oh or someone
0: transcribing it or something like that
1: yeah people will kind of give you the gist yeah you had to be there you had to be there see the look on his short little face Oh, oh i'd get him good Okay. Also, you remember Mary Todd used to date him, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I know that really bugged you, I bet.
1: Lincoln, A.K.A. Stoyo girl, you know what I mean? That's my nickname. On anyway, okay. There was a school uh, shooting this week. We had a town hall.
0: Um, it wasn't a debate. It was just survivors uh, and parents uh, of of the uh, children uh, that were killed in the horrific shooting, uh, asking the representatives these questions and. Um, it was hard to watch at times it was really hard it was broken down into three segments i'd say it was first um the senators and the representative then there was the nra and a uh, pro-gun control um county sheriff then you had uh, a memorial section where uh one of the fathers read a poem uh which was uh, very touching and then uh the kids sang the song that they uh wrote uh, uh since the tragedy happened uh it was very very beautiful very moving um real real hard discussions uh i mean okay and here's the thing president trump and florida governor rick scott were both invited fbi director christopher ray was invited but you know he it's an ongoing investigation so he has kind of cover there because you're not supposed to go to these sorts of things when you're investigating something um a lot of people give marco rubio crap he did show up i feel like that's something we have to give to him
1: like it was it was brutal yeah, it was it was amazing he would show up, especially after everyone spends all their time slamming the media and CNN and saying it's hopeless. Yeah. But these people still want to be in front of the cameras and that's, you know. Hey, yeah. can I interview you a little bit? Oh, okay, sure. I need your perspective, historically speaking. Yeah. So Columbine, you remember it. Uh, Vaguely, yeah, just a little bit. Where were you? when When was this in your life?
0: Where was I when Columbine happened? What was that, 97 or something like that?
1: Ninety 98, 99,
0: so ninety eight, ninety nine? 99? ninety eight, I think. Ninety eight? Okay. So I was I would have been in I would have been in middle school then. Uh so I just remember hearing on sort of the evening news, this was back when we didn't really the twenty four hour news thing wasn't a, a big deal. We would get breaking news in the middle of the day, and you would just watch it there, and it I remember it being horrific then. And it's still horrific now.
1: And then throughout your life since then, so you were about You were in middle school, so you are almost the age of the shooters then when that was happening. I
0: would have been 14, I want to say. Yeah,
1: and the shooters were like 16, 17? Yeah. So you've kind of grown as these have grown, right? Like that's kind of your cohort. I've
0: only known a world with uh, school
1: shootings. They happen every few months or so? I think that's accurate, and it really depends on the scale of them, but yeah. And Columbine was pretty much the first one.
0: No, that's not fair to say. I mean, there was uh, there was one where a guy just went up into a bell tower and started shooting people that I'm, I
1: don't remember. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, at the University of Texas? That sound right to you? Yeah, back yeah. in the... Okay, but... But,
0: but... I mean, uh, in terms of school shooting, yeah.
1: Okay. So, this has kind of been an ongoing, um, uh, uh, you know, plague. Yes. We've talked about this a little bit, right? Uh,
0: uh, a terror and an embarrassment to our country. Yeah, and yeah.
1: somewhat regular occurrence. Yeah. And so, uh, what was it called? Seven... 7-Eleven? happened. Nine eleven happened, like, a little after this. Yeah. And that completely changed, and we took all these steps to stop it from happening.
0: Yeah, uh, all sorts of uh, airport security, entire new uh, uh, departments uh, of our government were created in order to combat it. Yeah.
1: But we haven't done as much to kind of combat or, or talk about school shootings. Uh-huh. And granted, I know more lives were lost in 9-Eleven, and it must have been more shocking, and now we're kind of all used to these school shootings, but... It is odd to think of. I mean, w- w- it must require some sort of multifaceted response. So, not to defend the NRA, but to say that it's just purely a gun issue would probably be naive. Because yeah, I
0: think that's fair to say.
1: There, is, there are other things that are happening. Now, if people are interested in using this, oppor- this, this tragedy as an opportunity, that's pretty atrocious. But there are people who have preconceived notions that perhaps we should ban all guns, or perhaps we should give everyone a gun. And they're using this as an opportunity to like express that, but it seems like we've had enough twenty years or so at this point. Yeah, we should be able to have a conversation about nuanced uh, things that are going wrong with the uh, you know in various uh, uh, facets, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So, so why didn't the NRA do that last night then? Why didn't the NRA have a, a nuanced conversation? Yeah, why that? have they never been able to? I understand. Like after Columbine, right? That's when the the uh, The uh, the guy from Planet of the Apes, remember? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So after I saw this after Columbine, you know the guy who Charlton Heston. Yes, he plays the okay. really old monkey in the Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes movie. I was unaware of that deep cut, but wow. Okay. okay. so in the mar- so the You Tim- watched that on the FX app, I think? Yeah, it? so Tim Burton rebooted all of the Planet of the Apes No, no, no. Movies.
0: Please don't describe this to me. I understand that there was a, a okay, I didn't see Planet the of the Apes in between the two. It
1: wasn't very good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's in it. You know, uh, he's the guy yeah. from Transformers. Again, we don't need to go into okay. this. At the end, he kisses all. a monkey. And there's a really old gorilla in it, and that's Charlton Heston. Yeah. And I guess he used to be in charge of the NRA. And after Columbine, he was like, you'll get the guns out of my cold, dead hands. Yes. So he went, yeah, like, right. full-on, like, uh, <laughs> full like, Patrick Henry on this? <laughs> as if it was, like, a revolution? Uh-huh. Uh, so that's just kind of been their response as the jump, which is pretty, you know. Yeah, they, they, there's
0: no nuance in terms of coming to the table and offering something. It's either you're going to try and take all of our guns uh so there's nothing we can do because we're not going to allow that but no one wants to take all guns no really. i don't Most want to let me tell you where i'm i'm at in this sort of issue I, i'm fine if someone wants to have a handgun or a, or a rifle or a shotgun you want to have any of those fine a semi-automatic rifle i don't i don't understand why anyone would have that uh in our in our modern society
1: yeah what purpose what purpose abe i mean i think they just look really cool in a lot of movies have you seen we've talked about boondock saints right all saints day yeah abe the sequel to boondock saints but happened. they
0: use pistols in, in boondocks they have
1: some uh they have some awesome assault Is right? weapons okay. too back in my day we had a gun for a variety of reasons to kill food or yeah. you know again you put you're... a loved one out of misery you know or or just a general because uh, there were a lot of marauders and, and yeah. i lived in the i was the westernmost president when i was elected did you know that I did not know that, sir. Yeah, it was pretty much from the Wild West. Oh, no,
0: you did tell me that. You, you, you actually mentioned that a fair amount. I mean,
1: New Salem had its fair share of ills. Uh, there was a gang that tried to take I don't over... I want to talk my... about these
0: dogs again. Okay, these dogs that I took over get, New Salem. I was going to I know to the you were going to get dogs. to the
1: dogs. The thing is, is, Wild Dogs weren't even scared of the gunshot wound. And I understand... They only were scared of strength, and you had to take off your shirt and show them. <sighs> these guys tried... These This group of wrestlers once tried to take over my... my um, General store? This group of wrestlers? Did you know this? I did not know this about you. There's like a guy, like five guys who were all wrestlers. That was a real threat back then. Yeah, I guess they were all wrestlers. And they all came to my town and they came to my convenience store, like, we're taking over the store. And I was like, okay, I'll wrestle the strongest one of you outside right now for the store. And I won. That's a true story. And then everyone, they respected me. They're like the Jackson. They they had a name too. The gang was like the Jackson. Five? Not the Jackson Five. The Jackson Five? It might have been the Jackson Five. Anyway, then later on, one of their sons was accused of murder, and I got his son off of the murder case as a lawyer. Wow, okay. Yeah, he he really didn't do it, though, so that's... Where were we in the gun uh, debate? Yeah, this is the
0: thing. Anywhere we go with it is just pretty sad, because... Yeah, here's a, we're, I mean, we're even... You and I have had some laughs during this conversation, and this is... Profoundly depressing stuff, but it is so omnipresent in society right now, we don't know what else to do.
1: So, do you think that there is some credence to the thought that perhaps it's the media that's corroded our values and made people want to do these things? By glorifying the shooters, or perhaps romanticizing gun violence in every movie that I watch in the FX app? That's,
0: um, that's interesting. Because most of the
1: FX movies I show, like, or the FX movies I watch, I mean they have a pretty good point at the end like oh okay there's no such thing as a just war like if you look at wolverine origins that man is haunted by violence he doesn't enjoy it he doesn't relish it he tries to avoid it and yeah. anytime he has to get violence he, lo- he loses someone he loves uh-huh good but, people die but then you also and spend... he loses a part of himself
0: i need to speak sometimes
1: uh, he also they also
0: spend a lot of money on these fight scenes i also like i don't i don't know if it's violence in media i'm a video game player you know this about me I played plenty of violent video games. I, I, you know, in Japan and South Korea, they play way more video games than us, and they don't have these shootings.
1: Uh, it's tough to compare different cultures sometimes, though. Like, I mean, I think that there's something culturally specific wrong with with us that they. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that I think, truth be told, if I'm really going to have a 19th century perspective, if you really want to hear it, <laughs> okay, I think you guys have. Come too close to the abyss. You've come too close to staring the horse right in the mouth and realizing that none of this matters. Oh, I agree with that. Absolutely, nothing you do matters. Nothing yeah. you say matters. Nothing anyone says to you matters. Absolutely, there's there. This is a, a an existence completely void of meaning. And in the Civil War, we came bearing down on that fact pretty close. Of course, to complete annihilation of ourselves. And only when we were at the brink of completely becoming nihilistic in all manners did that war resolve itself unto itself. Now, I think that now you have too much time, and I think you have too much just awareness of what's happening. What is that, so then what's your remedy there? Faith? I don't know if it's faith, but I think that perhaps an a understanding that, you know, some people want to can't cope with it and that they're going to want to take other people down with them. Most of these, most of these instances end with the shooter being, you know, killed by police yes right i think that's i think it's so you
0: think it is a cynicism cynicism that comes from us knowing that there is no meaning to anything
1: yeah oh boy what a what a depressing thought hey here's a funny thing too though we had a lot of faith back in my day too and you did we had more faith probably like we have more obnoxious type of people in terms of religion yeah oh well of course you did yeah and uh uh that only i think can do so much uh i agree with you i mean well I,
0: I mean and i i could go on for a long time about if we had youtube and facebook during the
1: civil war i feel like that would have ended much quicker don't you yeah maybe i think i think if we had the boondock saints fighting for the union okay. drop them down with a couple of assault weapons they would have taken force up okay. real quick I mean, um, could you imagine the damage they do the boondock saints yeah and their dad.
0: There's just better like cultural figures you could pick. I think Superman. Show Superman. Me.
1: Show me one that's. Better. I don't want to do that. I don't want to.
0: Um, let's talk about the rest of the. Uh, oh wait, siren going by. Pretty fitting. Pretty fitting for what we were talking about. You think it's going to address some gun violence? Probably. You know what? We live. Uh, I live in Chicago. Probably. Yeah. Also, though, you know what? A lot of those calls. We actually don't know if... I mean, we don't know if it's a police or a
1: ambulance. I bet, I bet Fox News thinks that someone go you know, oh, look, gun gun laws failing you again. <laughs> That's what they'll say.
0: Uh, let's talk about the rest of it, because we had, outside of uh, people yelling at Marco Rubio, we had
1: uh, Dana Loesch we from had, the NRA. Absolutely. Definitely. We had her there. She's my favorite part of Striptease. She's my favorite part of Charlie's Angels, G.I. Jane, St. Elmo's Fire. I gotta say that she's my favorite. Sir? She's the bad guy in Charlie's Angels, to be Sir? clear. Sir? Yes. You... Stripped, she has to strip for a senator to get custody of her kid. Sir? Yeah? You are, uh, you're mixing up two people? What?
0: Dana Loesch? Yes. That's who you saw last night? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, then there's also another uh, woman? Who was in Ghost? I think she's in Ghost, yeah. Yeah. That's Demi Moore. Say the names again. Dana Loesch. Uh-huh. Demi Moore. They start with a D. Beyond Dana, that, they're Dana, not that similar.
1: Dana Moore. No, no. Uh, Demi. Demi Moore. Dana. Demi. Demi. Yes. Demi. Demi.
0: Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Dana Loesch. Nope. Dana Demi Moore. Let's start with the second one. Say, Repeat after me. Demi. Okay. Demi. Moore. Lore.
1: You. It sounded like you had an L at the beginning of that Moore. Okay. Demi Moore. Okay. Dana Moore. D- Dana... Demi Moore. Da- Dana Lorsch. Can you say just Demi? Demi. And then Dana? Dana. Okay.
0: Okay, let's just keep it there. Let's Demi, keep it there. Demi and Dana. That's Demi not one D- name. D- Demi, Dana. Okay. Demi and Dana. Last night you saw Dana. <laughs> I saw Dana. On... on In the town hall, There's also a woman named uh, Demi. Very beautiful
1: actress. Uh,
0: uh, she... It has nothing to do with the gun control debate.
1: Come on! They look similar. Though. Do you understand why I'd be confused? Because typically the person who was in charge of NRA, I mean, historically speaking, was the old guy. Yes, the an actor. The old monkey in the remake <laughs> of Planet of the Apes. Yeah.
0: He did a lot more than that. I just want to make that Did clear. he? What else was he in? He was in the original Planet of the Apes. That
1: was kind of his big thing. Didn't see it. If it was so good, why'd
0: they remake it? Um... Because it was I, it was like iconic sci-fi for the time B-
1: before Star Wars. It was like the science. Oh, fiction. so it was outdated because Star Wars put the shame. Because the space scenes in the new one are pretty good. Because Mark Wahlberg's up in the. I don't know what
0: the fuck you're talking about right now. I haven't seen that in a long time. <laughs> okay, Demi and Dana. Uh huh. Dana was at the Dana Loesch. Dana, let's get Loesch out of there. Just Dana was there last. Okay. Time. Yeah. Um. And yes, she's this person that represents the
1: uh, uh, NRA. She's paid to to portray their point of view.
0: Yes, so uh, she's an actress too. That's a good question. I mean, in in a sense, yeah. I mean, she she's paid to perform. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, and then you had that uh, uh, sheriff, and I gotta. I mean, if there's something about Dana Loesch that is like she is a she has a a, and I'm trying not to just let this be my own bias, but maybe it probably is. There is a villainous look to her.
1: Okay, so now you see why she was cast in Charlie's Angels, as the villain. I mean, I know she was a cast, but that's the same kind of thing. Uh, it, it's just it's very like frightening. Sometimes she's
0: frightening to watch her. It's frightening to watch her speak. Okay. Yeah. What do you think of her?
1: Uh, I think of, I'm in love with her. What? Yeah, I think I'm in love. I think I'm in. I think I'm in love <clears throat>
0: with uh, with. Think- Dana Loesch, yeah,
1: uh, I think. What uh, you this I just think, happened to you while you we were watching the town hall? I think I should, like, I think we should email her, try to get her on the podcast. No, I don't
0: think that's a good idea. I, don't really I bet
1: she's it. a fan of me. I bet she says she's a fan. I'm tall, and I, I beat the Jackson Five at a wrestling match. <laughs> uh she's she's attractive. She's a very attractive woman. She's uh, the most attractive woman I think I've seen, and my wife still is off doing mysticism for probably another nine months <laughs> until she makes another appearance on You a also kissed my
0: ex-girlfriend I would rather honestly I'd rather you started dating Lisa than you start dating uh, Dana Loesch of the NRA I mean really? No again I don't want you to date either of them let's be clear about that Okay I don't want to date her Okay I
1: You want don't to... want to date Dana? No Oh you're just in love with her I want to marry her <laughs> I can just see her like in a homestead like we're in the middle of the prairie I'm out hunting or farming. Someone rolls up on the house. She grabs a big shotgun. She gives him a long lecture about how, how, you know, they've been corrupted by their media and their comedians, and they're not. She's gonna fight their lies with their fistful of truth. Okay. And then I come home and there's just like a guy with a hole in his chest uh-huh. on the front yard. And then I'm like, this is crazy. And then me and her both do the Boondock Saints prayer, and then basically me and her are like Boondock Saints. Abe, I? I don't approve of this okay. I, I you may not be familiar with
0: her sort of oeuvre uh and maybe maybe we should just take a look at a clip i prepared one for does oeuvre mean oeuvre means body of work right okay okay um maybe we should just take a look at a clip of what she kind of does for the nra are you ready yeah okay i'm in you can pause it i'm in to make them march, make them protest, make them scream racism and sexism and xenophobia and homophobia, to smash windows, burn cars, shut down interstates and airports, bully and terrorize the law abiding, until the only option left is for the police to do their jobs and stop the madness. And when that happens, they'll use it as an excuse for their outrage. The only way we stop this, the only way we save our country
1: and our freedom is to fight this violence of lies with the clenched fist of truth. I'm the National Rifle Association of America
0: and I'm freedom's saint.
1: Okay, so uh, what'd you think? Yeah, I'm 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 still sold. <laughs> nothing she said was true, but it did absolutely nothing she said. I mean, to assume that the whole a uh, whole sect of the country is that coordinated, uh-huh. spreading some sort of pop- propaganda also... Or that we're that good at at it. Yeah, and that you're you're both proficient in means and you have the ends to wipe out freedom is kind of a weird presupposition. I would not even assume upon my worst enemies. I think yeah. everyone kind of wants freedom, especially in this country. So that's kind of a weird talking point. And then also, what if someone needs to scream racism and sexism and homophobia? I mean, and protest. That's okay. And it's also weird or a weird reminder that all these folks on that side go on and on about how we should respect the military and police we shouldn't undermine them. They have a hard job then when push comes to shove, they want to be ready to overthrow those guys as soon as possible. Yeah. And you might think that is what is called cognitive dissonance to two opinions that kind of, um, that, 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 uh, what's it called, kind of contradict each other. But I think the truth is, is that they're just so worried about stability, and they don't trust anyone to provide it for themselves, provide it. Mm-hmm. And they've become so obsessed with it, they've become paranoid and completely unwilling or unable to appreciate when they have it or how stable it is and only willing to conjure up scenarios where they might lose it or perhaps imagine that they already have so you're dealing with people who are kind of, kind of lost it already and I think they've done that because it beats staring into the void and realizing that nothing they care about matters but I mean, you're still into Dana I kind of just talked myself out of her Oh, that's great. No, it's not. That's wonderful news. Datum was all I had left, Tim. Now I have nothing. Folks,
0: I think that's it for us here at 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Abe, anything else we should cover?
1: No. You want to watch... You want to watch, like, a movie? You want to watch a Demi Moore movie? No, I don't want to watch that film. You don't? Oh, have you seen Blue Crush?
0: Is that the surfing movie? I think so. Is it good? Who
1: cares? Yeah, hey, hey, man. Hey,
0: let's watch Blue Crush. You know what? And I know you talk a lot about us being at the void of meaninglessness. We got movies. Yeah. That's it for us. We're going to watch Blue Crush. If you have a question for Abe, email us at 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. That's numerical 15 minutes with Lincoln at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.